0: You are listening to the Feedback
1: Podcast. Podcast with my homie back.
0: All right. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Beck. A uh, couple of announcements I'd like to make before I introduce my special guest for this episode. Uh, one, do me a favor. Go to iTunes. Go to Spotify, wherever you listen to this show, and uh, share it. Put a rating. Put a review. Five stars is good. Great, actually. If you don't like me, don't post anything on there. Uh, If you don't like the show, don't, don't. don't... I'm not taking one star is what I'm trying to say. But that helps. Share it. I've had a lot of comics on. Very funny people. If you want to go through the archives, I've had a lot of DJs, musicians, artists, bookers, producers, all that good stuff. But like I said, I'm focusing on comedy now. And so second announcement, Hip Hop Bingo is coming back on June 6th. I can't say too much right now, but Market calendar, Hip Hop Bingo returns on June 6th, uh, and there'll be uh, some comedy involved as well, so just a heads up, just a heads up on that. But without further ado, let me introduce my guest for this episode number 203, I believe, something like that, maybe 202, depends, but 203, I just said 203. Uh, I have comedian and host of Open Michelle at the Romo Room and photographer, Elisa Spatola. Am I, am I correct? Yeah. Am right? Yes. Hell yeah. How you doing?
1: I'm good. I also, I like that um, the feedback podcast does not want feedback. <laughs> You're like, hey, what's up up front? Just like, don't give me any bad reviews. <laughs> and
0: I love that. In the name, but you know, I, I'm trying to be fair. It's like, I don't get, I, I don't take one star. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. If you give me one star, I want you to email me or call me personally and explain okay. why you gave me a one star.
1: Okay. That feedback is allowed.
0: Yes, but <laughs> just don't listen. I mean, what's the fucking point? <laughs> if you're just going to like talk shit on you one star because the sound sucked or back is not funny or the guest not, fuck you. If you don't, go, don't listen, there's plenty other podcasts you can listen to. Uh, this is for people who love me. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's, let's jump right into it. Uh, you're a comedian. You've been doing it for how long?
1: Two years about?
0: Two years here in Austin yeah. or somewhere else?
1: No, um I started uh like more like in Jersey City.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you were you going to New York to do some or you just did it in Jersey?
1: Yeah. Um I went I mean I lived in Brooklyn for the past like six years and then I lived in Jersey City for like one year in between that and that's where I started doing stand up because it felt like less intimidating.
0: <laughs> less intimidating?
1: In terms of like going up at a mic and not sitting there for like hours, you know, for a bucket, um, uh-huh. i so I like got into the scene in Jersey City because I think it was a bit smaller. Yeah.
0: And did you, what, what pushed you? Did someone say, Hey, Elisa, you're funny as fuck. You should try this thing. Like, what, what, what pushed you? Definitely not. Like, <laughs> no, not, not funny. All right, fine. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is it for us. Uh, one star.
1: <laughs> no, like, it was definitely like, it's just like I had a million thoughts in my brain for so long. And I was like, I know like in my bones, like I need to say this stuff or I'm going to explode. So it was it was very much just something like I've always loved uh, and just like had to do it.
0: And you didn't have an outlet like at, at, at home or making your parents laugh or your family laugh or your friends.
1: For sure. <laughs> yeah, I think like my family is super funny. Um, mm-hmm. My like my mom like got me into stand up as a kid. Like, she would bring me to, like, shows in, in Manhattan. So, like, I've seen, like, Amy Schumer when I was, like, 16. Like, she would take me to clubs. Really? Uh, yeah. So, like, I Wait. truly grew up on this.
0: So that's, what, five years ago? What What's the...
1: I'm 20. <laughs> <20? laughs> um, no, yeah. Um, I will not answer that question.
0: <laughs> it's all right.
1: <laughs> um, I'm... 50 years old. No. um, But yeah, like, so I had a very, like, funny family. So, like, there's definitely an outlet for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I like the theatrics as well. Um, I also, like, grew up, like, doing plays. So I think, like, the combo of that, I was like, yeah, I want to get on stage and, like, say
0: wacky stuff. So you were a theater kid?
1: A little bit, yeah. A little bit? Yeah. and
0: And so... You decide that okay, I have all, my, my head's about to blow up because I have all these thoughts I want to share. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, you know what, fuck it. I'm going just gonna go up there and, and tell and speak my truth. Yeah. How, how did it go?
1: Well, it took a long time to get to that point because I am very socially anxious.
0: I'm like, I couldn't tell, but okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. This is like a very like closed environment, I feel like safe. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: despite, nobody nobody's listening. That's fine. Go despite, ahead. No one's. listening. <laughs> nobody's gonna listen to this. Go ahead. So you're very it
1: feels like it's just us. Oh but, yeah, um, yeah. But uh for the most part I have like wicked social anxiety. Like uh like I have panic attacks like in social settings. Uh-huh. So it took me a really long time to build up the courage to actually get on stage. But when I finally did I was like Oh fuck, this is the best.
0: <laughs> like, this is so cool. But well, what put you over the edge then?
1: Um, definitely I'm gonna name drop uh Angela Sharp, um, in Jersey City. She runs a mic in um in a bar out there. And I was literally the only other woman in this room, and I was like, I'm so afraid to go up. And she was like, just do it. You know, like she was like, she encouraged me to do it, and uh, like being the only other woman there, and I was like, hey, like, yeah, okay. And uh and yeah, remember, it was do awesome. Remember,
0: do you remember your set?
1: S- stupid, terrible, dumb stuff that was not that funny, I'm sure.
0: But when but while you were up there, you you felt well once you got off, you felt relieved that you let all this stuff out?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It How was long cool. was it? My set? Yeah. Probably about five minutes up front. The, the five first minutes
0: your first time?
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause I Holy just shit. like I wrote down every thought like I ever had. And I was like, maybe this will stick. It was like throwing pasta at a wall, you know?
0: (laughs) And you're just red?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I hadn't memorized it. Uh, But bits I had because I'd been thinking about it for years. So it was kind of already in there. (laughs) All right, now you have to
0: give me one. Just one example of what is it that's been like in your head for so long that you had to let out?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: You don't know? You don't know if you want to tell it?
1: I don't know if I want to tell it because you need like the fanfare, right? Of like the stage and such.
0: Well, we'll add sound effects (laughs) when people listen to this.
1: Uh, All right. Well, yeah.
0: Fair enough. enough. So then uh, fast forward, you're like, okay, now I got to come to Austin. And what was it?
1: Yeah. So I fell in love with Austin like years ago and I was like every year for like the past five years I was like I'm, I'm gonna live here I gotta live here um and then you know COVID happened and it was like a super bummer living in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and uh yeah everything was remote so I finally came out here
0: wait so when you come why were you coming to Austin in the first place
1: I just loved it here i just like uh i'm like from new york city from that area i've like lived the corporate life Mm -hmm. i think for so long and i and i came here and i was like this is like so chill like this is my vibe bro
0: (laughs) yeah austin texas yeah bro there's austin in texas
1: (laughs) yeah exactly i have i've literally not been to any other city
0: no no don't don't the best part yeah, don't,
1: don't. don't. Okay, sounds
0: the, good. The, we have a saying here where we said the best part of San Antonio is Austin. Oh. The best part of any other city <laughs> is Austin. Is its proximity to Austin? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, Wow. Yeah, I'm not from Dallas. I just came down for the night for the you know just to party. I'm all right, fine if you could three four hour drive just to come down here because Dallas sucks. Yeah, I, I get it. So funny. I it. Look, I, yeah. You know, if uh, for those listening out there, uh, if you know my story, I came here from France. So I'm Ooh. like, oh, yeah, why the fuck would we go to Texas? And then I came here like, holy shit, they got music and hippies and trees. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Was this your first stop? Like, you just just straight from France yep. to Texas? and I never left. Austin.
0: Everybody wow. else did. I didn't.
1: Okay. Who's everyone else?
0: My family. The rest of my family. Wow. And I'm like 23 years almost. And July will be 23 years since I've been here.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, I just lazy to get the fuck out (laughs) it's not that amazing at all my my, my parents were like man this this country scares the shit out of me i'm gonna go yeah all right you go to africa my sister was like yeah i'm gonna go to new york and then atlanta my brother's like i hate it here i'm going to atlanta my other brother was like you know what fuck all y'all i'm going to australia and i'm just here now oh my gosh not not stuck but you know i'm i'm here now and and, and it's, it's it's good because um I mean of course I've seen the city grow and you know I can tell you about I can tell you about a time where there was no east side was the hood and you didn't dare cross 35 and go one block east because it was literally like a thriller video it's like you can't there was no lights it was just a hood it was really ghetto yeah and so and you know but you know people I, I I'm kind of Tired of people saying, oh, yeah, I'm moving to Austin. Yeah, you hate me. I'm from California and all that stuff. And I'm like, "And all right, we get it. But you got to look on the bright side. A lot of people were against how Austin is growing. Um, you know, my beef is re- it really has to do with what happened to the music scene. Mm. Um, because there was not an infrastructure for it like Nashville d- has. And now the comedy is, you know, is, you know, is blowing up. But also with more people it causes more opportunities, and so I, you can't. It's probably happening all over the country. So Austin just happens to be the place in the south, but I'm sure other cities and all across the country are going through the same thing. Right. You know, you you leave the big coastal cities to mm-hmm. live in a like oh we got tech and we got you know a diverse population. Not so much in Austin, but diverse population, and we got right. we got outside malls like the Domain, and we got Whole Foods, and you know, we got fusion restaurants and blah blah blah. So it's all over the place. So you can not sure. knock it, can not knock it. So yeah. How long you been here in Austin then? Um, two months. All right, now I gotta talk shit.
1: I'm a little baby. <laughs> okay, wait before before
0: you <laughs> no, do. No, 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 no. no. Oh, go ahead.
1: Okay, my because like everything you just said. Well, first of all, COVID. It's there is just a everything is shifting, right? Like our whole, like the whole world is different now. Mm -hmm. So like all, like everyone's going to be shifting in in different places. It's like going to be all wacky. And one of the things I promised myself and also my Austin friends, when I said I was going to move here, I was like, I'm going to help not like hurt things. I was just like, I want to like, I want to use whatever skills I have Uh to like build other people up. Like that's like my goal in being here. I don't want to be just like elite (laughs) like coming to this like smaller city. I wanna be helpful and like take people's headshots and like get them get let them get stage time and like just like be a a like a positive force and not just take, take, take.
0: Here's what I need you to do. Okay. You're a photographer, you're an artist, put together a pamphlet, go to the airport and start giving those away (laughs) to people who are coming here with suitcases. Okay, It's because it's true that Austin has a lot to offer and, and it's, you know, for 10 years in a row, we were like the best city for education because of UT, the best city for music because Sabah Southwest and ACL, best city for education, best city for quality of life. Cause we have trees and parks, everything in Austin is outside. Right. If it rains, people just drink and go to bars. But mm-hmm. If it's outside, get to drink outside. That's it. So it's, uh, and so it was only a matter of time before this happened, but people come here and expect, Oh, so where's all this shit that I've heard so much about. Mm-hmm. And yet they just, like you said, they just want to, you know, take advantage of what we have instead of, okay, I'm here now. What can I do to help? And mm-hmm. something that maybe it's in other cities. I don't know. Cause I've, I've only been here, lived here. Really. The thing about Austin is that you got, if you're in quote unquote, the scene, Entertainment, whatever that is, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, you're a DJ, you're a musician, you're an artist, you're com- you're a comedian, uh, you're an art uh, photographer, whatever it is, you're you're bound to meet all the right people, and who will actually help you and welcome you and be like, hey, yeah, you need to, you you you're trying to work on this project? Oh, I idiot to introduce you to so and so who's going to help you with blah 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 blah. Right, that happens all the time, and that's how when I when I came here and um, that's how I met all the right people, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so with the attitude, with your attitude, I think that will go a long way because people want to work with people like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, um, as much as, you know, people, people are moving here. Um, I don't know if that's the common attitude that, Mm -hmm. you know, that people have. So, you. and by the way I, I need to commend you on on the uh, the open michelle because that was my first time seeing that and i was every so for those who don't know open michelle is, is open mic room uh at the, at the romo room every other tuesday right yes nine o'clock i know we'll do plugs later but i gotta i gotta talk about this because um and so it's right after a quote-unquote regular mic because open michelle is for <laughs> female comics not that you guys are not regular i'm not I I'm tired. Hey, of you're fine, <laughs> <laughs> but I was impressed because it's the whole fucking production. <laughs> like you guys, you had a photo booth in the back, and everybody who went up was was funny, and you had an audience. We just perform in front of a bunch of male comic losers, and we're just like, oh shit, then we're bombing because you heard the jokes twenty-five times already, right. <laughs> and you come in with your props and your your camera, and you're, I'm like, God damn, we suck. <laughs> it it suck. I was every time I started a path and like, dude, this is horrible. I mean, we're horrible. We are horrible. So props to you on that. We we'll get to plugs later, but I wanted to I wanted to tell you that, you know, at first early in the show, because good yeah, good job. And I, I hope it keeps going and I hope uh more people come out and support like, like you said, you, you you're doing it right because you're like, okay, how can I help put more you know female comics on and how can I get people more time? And you're like, Yeah, you can do five, seven, yeah, ten minutes. Whatever right. you like. <laughs> kudos kudos to you on that. Kudos to you on oh
1: that. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you.
0: So how how you loving it so far? Open Michelle? No, just Austin. Just, just everything? In. Yeah.
1: It's um it's been lovely.
0: It's been It's white like
1: white. it's been lovely.
0: Oh, lovely. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I think what you mentioned, like people really do want to work together and they're like down to do things just like right off the bat, you know? Just like even with like Open Michelle, like I just met with uh with Rob from Roma Room and I was like, you know, I think Austin's missing like women mics. And he was like, "Okay, when do you want to host it?" And I was like, "Oh god, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know."
0: It was All that right. quick. Yeah. It was yeah.
1: it was truly that quick and you just do it and I really appreciate him for that. And uh and just I think that's the mentality of a lot of people. They're just like, "Okay, just just do it." And I was like, "Oh, All right. um, No,
0: no paper, no agreement, no lawyers, no, uh, who the fuck are you? No, none of that. Because that's what you would think. Like in a big, I'm sure if you did that, if you did that in Jersey City or in New York, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, it'd be like a whole thing. So it's like, it's just, it's just really amazing and and just simple and nice. And like, and people get shit done here though. I feel like it's just, it's awesome.
0: Well, as the unofficial mayor of Austin, I would like to welcome you to our city. Thank you. (laughs) two months in you, you you'll you'll do great you'll do just great um on a totally different topic uh i want to say i just found out today that fucking GMX died are you're a hip-hop fan
1: rip uh like 90s hip-hop
0: yeah 90s hip-hop uh, yeah we i kind of grew talk. up on
1: that okay
0: we're gonna <laughs> talk we're gonna talk about that yeah so GMX just passed i mean he was you know in a vegetative state for a week. Uh, heart attack after uh od i don't know why od'd on but you know Mm. it 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 really does does it hit i mean it hits me it's weird how somebody you never met goes you know passes on and then you feel affected like only a few people it's happened like it happened when michael jackson died that shit was crushing me that shit yeah that shit crushed me like it broke the internet all that all, whatever stats you want to throw at but i literally when i found out i was i was at work i'm like i can't i can't work no more i gotta go home i yeah. can't uh because you know of course if, if you're an 80s kid you know uh you grew up with michael and uh but jmx G- was kind of did, did you were you a fan at all
1: um i only know a few songs fair enough yeah
0: fair enough there, there
1: were bops, though. <laughs>
0: Did you say bops? Bops. <laughs> I never heard anybody refer to a DMX song like, you know, as bops. you know, the, sure. Y'all gonna make me lose my <laughs> mind up in here. That's a bop. Is that, You can figure out a bop? That's a bop. <laughs> okay. And, and actually, I have a joke with a, with uh, DMX, with the Rough Riders anthem. And so now it's, it's kind of, I feel weird doing it.
1: Oh, dang. Can you like alter it in any way to make it work?
0: No, because it's the only song that I could think of that had the N word back to back. Okay, <laughs> that—that's the joke. And so, I mean, maybe I could do it as a tribute or something. But definitely. Anyway, so '90s hip hop. Yeah. I I don't know how old you are. Yeah. We're not gonna We're not gonna reveal that.
1: Okay. I was born in the '90s.
0: <laughs> so, it, okay, early or late? Uh, early. 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 Okay. <laughs> Fine. Hey, I don't know. You could have an older sister like, yo, Lisa. <laughs> check this out. This, this, this is the Wu-Tang Clan and this is the Fuji's, and this yeah. is Bob Deep.
1: Okay. So, um, okay. So my mom is super young. I think I mentioned her earlier. So she was like always taking me to comedy, but also concerts. Mm-hmm. So I grew up on like um, Hot 97. I don't know if it's out yeah. here in in, in in New York. Yeah. So like, sure, yeah. yeah. So my mom got me into that. So my first concert ever was Warren Hill. I was Oh,
0: by herself or with the Fuji's.
1: Okay, so like Y John like came out and I was like 10 years old and I was like, oh my god. Like I was so stoked. <laughs> but like it was mostly just her. Uh but that was my first concert ever. Yeah.
0: First concert ever. The, the, did yeah. you have a copy? You have the you had the score and the miseducation of Lauren Hill.
1: Yeah, I had that. I had that uh CD for sure. Yeah. Did you sing? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I sang in bands. Um, actually I like literally forgot that part of my life. Uh, I was, I, I sang in choirs and like, yeah, it went like hard. I was singing. Yeah.
0: You said like, it's nothing.
1: I forgot. I can't believe, like, I can't believe life is still going. Like, it's just like, there's so many different well, don't stages. End it. I mean, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, cool with it. Like I'm, I love it, but it's just like, there's so many different stages. Like, I don't know. Like what's like, uh, what's like a stage of your life? That people might be surprised that they were like, "Whoa, you did
0: that!" I was I I was a dancer for seven years.
1: Seven years—that's amazing.
0: I was part of a dance crew. I started in—I mean, I always loved to dance since I was a kid. I, I would—I would, of course, I would do all the back of Jackson routines and all yeah, that stuff. Classic. Uh, I used to hide behind the couch when Tiller would come on TV because it was so scary and shit. I was I was a little <laughs> kid, and then and I had to, I, I learned the routine by yeah, my older brother had a, the tape of, um, uh, one of his tours. So I watched that, that, the, the, the show and I was able to, I learned that dance by watching the concert, but I couldn't okay. watch, I couldn't the watch the actual, actual video. video until later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I,
0: I, I, there was a, um, uh, a dance studio, uh, in Austin called, uh, Atomic Dance Factory, Uh, and I joined like 2001. I was part of the dance team and we'd go and perform at clubs on sixth street at, uh, weddings, festivals, all of that stuff. So I wasn't spinning on my head, but I was, it was all like (laughs) choreography, like hip hop. Right. And then when that studio shut down, uh, some friends, uh, me and some friends were like, Oh, fuck it. Let's just, you know, practice and do shows and, and all that. So, at this point, I'm trying not to be rusty. That's really where I'm at. Okay. Don't ask me to pop and lock. I'll just do whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. Robot. Come on back to the robot. <laughs> but I, it, it, yeah, it, it's... uh, And I, I'll tell you what. I missed the shit out, out of a dance floor. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. After this whole year. Fucking COVID.
1: Oh, my gosh. Soon, though. I think hopefully soon.
0: I I don't know, man. It's... it's uh. I, I, I don't know because it's, it's too much of a, of a risk mm. because not like you, you can go to clubs today, okay downtown or wherever right. there is a dead, and there's not that many clubs to actually have a dance floor anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more like, Oh, we're going to lounge. So we have more places to sit. And especially with COVID, like, okay, you come in here, we'll take you to your table. You can't get up. You can't get up right. and dance for anything. So just stay there. We'll come to you. We'll give you your drinks. And uh, even if there's an area open area, you can't even go there and dance with your mask on because it's too much of a liability. And wow. I don't know when that's going to come back, but when it does, boy, it's going to be in fucking work fest.
1: Slash- <laughs> Cause <it's> like because <laughs> it's like break dance
0: circle slash
1: yeah,
0: bump and grind slash whatever <laughs> to whatever think of. And I can't wait. I'll watch. I, I mean, I-
1: amazing. Yeah
0: but uh do you dance at all no no another part of your life maybe you're ignored
1: (laughs) I blacked it out no um (laughs) no no I can't dance
0: did did you do anything with the singing
1: yeah uh not anymore but I I definitely was in a in bands back in the day
0: but you can still sing like don't like if you're in your car or
1: Oh hell yeah, yeah for yeah, sure.
0: That, okay, so you still do? That's what I'm trying yeah, to. Try.
1: For yeah, for sure. Shower. It's like the shower in the car. <laughs> there you go. There
0: you go. That, that, that's that's most that's most people. I can't yeah. stand for shit. I can rap like yeah, a cool. horrible accent, but it's it's another to to hold it out. I can't. I can't. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things you don't. You know, one you don't want to lose. Mm.
1: Uh
0: So yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah. But that, horrible you know. accent. Yeah, your accent's cool. Yeah, but it's not like I can't. How can I put this? My 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 French will come out sometimes when I'm rapping. So I love that. Yeah, That's okay, cool. but I just, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm You're saying like I want to be
1: DMX.
0: No, 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 nobody can. I can't. Ja Rule can come out of nowhere and be like, oh, "I'm to new DMX." Now, fuck off, ja Rule. You guys, stay where you at? Organize festivals and shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to, you know, like we were talking about before the show, I I really believe that there's more... People are not one-dimensional. trying what I'm trying to get at. Right. You know, when, when people when people introduce themselves and they say, oh, well, I'm a Republican. I'm like, yeah, but you're also Jeff. You know, <laughs> Jeff has aspirations, passions, fears, you know, traumas, uh, kinks, whatever you want to call it. It's not, you're not just... A Republican. And 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 it's it's weird because um, I've talked to comedians. They're like, I'm a comic. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you, you're not a comic 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not cracking jokes, making eggs. Right. You know, you turn that shit off every once in a while to be a normal person when you call an at and I mean, you're not. <laughs> you, can't just, you can't just always be on all the time. And if, if you do, it's got to be exhausting to you and to the people you're talking to.
1: Yes, that's very true. For sure. You, you, you see what I mean? Yeah, totally. So what,
0: so what else, Elisa?
1: <laughs> what else about me? No, just, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So I, what else am I? Uh, I'm a, like a creative, right? I think I just want to make stuff all the time. So that goes with singing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a, my full-time job. I'm a designer. I'm a graphic designer. I make animations. Uh, I do like visual design. I've done like set design, prop work, working on like music videos and television. And um,
0: There you go. Can't put you in the box.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Photography. um, Definitely visual design is huge.
0: And did you you study that growing up or something in school?
1: No. Oh, I uh, went to school for psychology and I was going to be a therapist.
0: That goes a long way. (laughs) <laughs> these, these days it would it would have
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: if you if you're stuck with it it'd be like yeah you'd be making a uh, a lot of a lot of people going I mean I've never yeah, heard definitely so much need it. About, yeah I never heard so much about mental health mm-hmm. than recently I mean I get with the COVID you know you're isolated you're depressed you know uh, your anxiety goes up because you, you're you not you know you can't be around people and we, we're social we're animals we'd like to in groups, we like to yeah. interact. We, we there, there's a innate need to belong to something. Yes. Why you go to church? That's why you join a club. Yes. That's why you go to school. That's why you play sports. That's why you do all these things. And COVID went Ah-ah. right. You stay your ass at home, or you're gonna kill somebody. <laughs> okay, or, or cure yourself, whatever. Yeah. And so next, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, are, are, you, are you big on mental health? I'm not. I'm not asking if you have any issues.
1: That's yeah. It's, it was literally going to be my career. Like I, I went to, I started grad school for this. Like I was going into it. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like huge on it. Yeah. Do you, and I, yeah.
0: Okay. Did you, um, um, uh, do you follow all the mental health stuff that's happening right now? Like all the awareness and,
1: um, yeah, I guess I was like always kind of in it. Like I did like, uh, I used to do like hotlines, uh, for oh. survivors of like sexual assault so like uh yeah like it's rough stuff but it's real so like um yeah for sure so like it's it's super important to me and also like i'm definitely of the belief of what you're saying like people are super multifaceted, right and like literally everyone comes with like so much baggage and so much history and like i always like take that into consideration like when talking to like anyone like someone's like that guy's a dick and i'm like that guy's been through some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean,
0: like, both, both can be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you you know? I feel better about my life right now. <laughs> look, at this, look at this loser. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But that, that, I mean, that, that's dope, but it's like, uh, was, uh, was COVID hard for you?
1: I'm pretty solitary to begin with, to be honest.
0: Oh, yeah, so um, anxiety and stuff.
1: Yeah, so I, like, p- can entertain myself fairly well. Um, so I was like kind of prepared for it in that sense.
0: You were prepared for it.
1: I I already worked from home. Oh, okay. Like my, my my reality was making graphics alone in my apartment. So was I was like, yeah, like I I also did like some stuff on set, but that stopped. But um, yeah. So it's kind of weirdly okay with it. But um, <laughs> uh, so but yeah.
0: No uh, partner, boyfriend, or anything that would like just you know? no,
1: sir, no. Um, I did um, like break the lease of my apartment. I lived with my family for a year, mm-hmm. uh, and that like brought us together. And I think what kept us all sane.
0: So oh, that was actually
1: that was actually really nice because it was like I'm in a I'm a full grown woman. I didn't need to move home, but it just felt silly mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Ultimately, be here in Austin, so I went home with my family, and
0: I think that was good. So, did you know people here when you came here? Uh,
1: I know very few people here. I had like one good friend.
0: Oh, what happened to him or her?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, he's still here. He's kicking. He's kicking it. He's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm like, did you kill him? Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> no, he came to my uh, to the open Michelle. uh Yeah, my dude.
0: Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Um, I was going. What I was going to ask you? Yes. Again, this is not. A, this is not an interview. Okay. Don't scared. I'm so scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. So okay. T- tell me a little bit about. I never been to Jersey. Okay. <laughs> so is it really what people say it is? Trash. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I did not say it. <laughs> but every time I hear about Jersey, it's really in a good light. Go ahead.
1: Okay. It is. Mm-hmm. But like in an endearing way. I don't know what that means. It's like uh, oh, fun.
0: Look at the homeless guy. Oh, look at that dumpster in the middle of the street. No. Oh, the, this this so cute. This building is missing a door.
1: I don't know. <laughs> no, it's like okay. The vibe. Um, okay, do you know Fran Drescher?
0: Yeah, the, the with the Disney
1: voice. The, yeah, the nanny. Yeah, yeah
0: the nanny. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. It's
1: like it's like that vibe. Is like the Jersey.
0: <laughs> Sorry,
1: I love you. Don't her.
0: have it. You don't. Have, thank God.
1: I love her. I love her though. But it's like it's that vibe where it's just like it's just everyone is just like a caricature, you know. Like Whoa. everyone's, you know, it's just like over the top, and like we all have like trashy accents and like uh like big hair. And I love I love that aspect of Jersey and just a, just a little bit of grit, and that's very fun to me. But, uh, geographically you have, okay. So I grew up by Jersey city. It's right next to Manhattan. Uh So I'm literally like 15 minutes on the train. I'm in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. You go 30 minutes North, you're in the mountains. Uh, you go 30 minutes South and you're at the beach. So it's truly like where I grew up. Like it, it was awesome. You know, like I, I feel like I saw so much, got to do so many things. And like, you're right next to New York city, um, but I shouldn't be comparing New Jersey to its proximity to New York. Aside from that, it is pretty good. I like it.
0: Can you put on a Jersey accent? I don't know what that sounds like.
1: So I feel like there are words
0: that <laughs> I try right. that I
1: try to like avoid. But uh-huh. uh, for sure, it comes out more when I'm with my friends or my family. Yeah. Um, but it's like dog and coffee. Uh, oh, that <laughs> yes, okay, yes, yeah. It sounds Uh,
0: bad. (laughs) It's rough. It's entertaining. It definitely is.
1: I think like my Jersey, like New York accent, will always like keep me humble. Like it will always like bring me down to earth because it will always come out um, sometimes. So
0: you know, it's weird because I forgot. I was I was talking to a friend about it the other day. Like depending on who you're talking to, your accent will change. Yes. Even me as a black, the way I'm talking to you right now, yes, is not the way that I would talk to another black guy.
1: Right.
0: And I don't know. I I, and it's it's not on purpose. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not on purpose. It it just comes out. If if I'm and I'm African, so if I speak into an an African person, you know, I'll start having these little manners or you know or little accents. I can't do it because you're a white girl. I can't. (laughs) I can't do it on command. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't do it on command. Yeah. African, Jamaican, African-American, white person. I mean, I'm not going to go to a Mexican and start going, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. But it's it's, it's weird that it, it does. one, it doesn't happen on command, but I wonder where that comes from.
1: Well, it's uh, code switching, right? So that's where you kind of like adapt to whatever group of people you're talking to, mm-hmm. whether it's like in a professional situation, like where you have to, or you feel like you have to. Um, but it's like... Sometimes it's, um, like, the innate um, feeling of having to assimilate to be accepted, right?
0: Uh-huh. Is it a survival yeah. mechanism, kind
1: of? Uh, I, it sounds like it, the way, like, I just described it. But code switching <laughs> is. Is, is a big thing. Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: man, I want to, I want to, I want to, is your friend from Jersey, too? Uh No, he's from Austin. Oh, man. I, I kind of want to hear it. <laughs> like, like how yeah. what what that what what the squish sounds like, and then now you say dog is that the thing? Dog, dog, yeah. <laughs> isn't that isn't that gross? <laughs> yes, it is. But it's, it's funny. so bad. But it's funny. It doesn't matter. It's like if if you have a whole conversation, like say you call your mom on your phone, yeah, and then you know they say you you're talking to your friend in Austin, and you're speaking like you're speaking to me now. I would assume, and yeah. your mom calls, and all of a sudden you go, Mom, I don't know how to say. The <laughs> Did, did ma, you log out? ma. Ma, oh, ma, okay. Yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden, it just switches. And I'm like, I, I'd be laughing my ass off. My yeah. my sister does that. <laughs> when she, when she's, uh, she could be like, uh, she's calling customer service because she has a problem with her cable or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she'll just go from, uh, yes, I'm calling because my cable, blah, 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 is not working. And then they put on put it on hold. She turned to me and goes, this bitch don't know what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah and, and then she go right back into yes so i've tried to plug it and unplug the the, the the router i love it that's so real exactly but we all do it we yes. all fucking do it and it's it's not it's not bad it's not making fun of the you just can't you just can't help yourself And like you said i, I think it is a survival mechanism yes oh.
1: yeah <laughs> that's so funny
0: They don't know what she talking about Uh, without without a french accent or an african accent just straight up like this bitch (laughs) 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 but do you uh do you keep up with any like the entertainment news or like gossip stuff or tmz you know just don't don't care about that stuff no
1: sir i worked in um i worked in like a news site for a very very long time and i'm just like I, I never want to read anything ever
0: again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, as a... You were a blogger when blogs were big?
1: Um, I, I was an editor for... Yeah. For, like, a website like that. Yeah.
0: What was the website? HuffPost. Oh, those... Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I was, like, in that world for so long. So, I don't follow anything. Like, I don't even know what happened to DMX.
0: I'm so sorry. Like,
1: I knew something bad that... I knew he...
0: And you're a '90s hip hop fan? How dare you! How dare you! I'm taking. I'm. I'm. I'm edited that part out. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm a '90s hip hop fan. Not you don't know that DMX was in a coma for a week.
1: I generally don't know what's going on.
0: (laughs) With all the technology we have today, I have no no idea. Well, I mean, look, I'm not judging. (laughs) I already did five minutes ago, but my point is. It, it, it's one of those, I, I get that it's overwhelming because this mm, is yeah. coming at you all the time. And now I, I see people, it, it, it's fascinating to, to, like you're waiting for your coffee or you're at the bank or you're at HEB. And as soon as you, people have a moment by themselves, the first reflex they have is to take out their phone. Right, and it's just another source of information just blasting in their face, like constantly. They're scrolling. Oh, look at that ad. Oh, look at that doggy. Oh, somebody died. Oh, somebody broke up. Somebody got canceled, and it's and it's just constant. And I and I get that too much of anything is not good for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reality. I think say it's a fact, and then move on. But uh, um, I I, I get it. But uh, there's a minimum. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just talking shit. I'm I'm, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> No, but, so, I don't even know if HuffPost is even a, because it, it it was run by, what's the phrase? Ariana. Uh, Ariana Huffington. Yes. Huffington. Mm-hmm. And then she left. Yes. Went somewhere else. But it was always known to be, like, a very lefty type of outlet. Right. And I used to check it out a lot back then, actually. Mm-hmm. And not because I'm a lefty. I was just like, hey... It's news. At least I have an idea of what's going on. But they were, I was always fascinated by how they wrote their titles.
1: Is mm-hmm.
0: you a part of that process?
1: Um, sometimes. It was more copy editing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wasn't a reporter. Ah, right. Yeah. No, I can't, I'm not, I'm I can't not disappointed. speak too much. No, no I'm, I'm not disappointed.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying like, the, I don't even know. Like they, they used to have like people in the newsroom. Hey, this is so-and-so from Huffington Post. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck happened to the Post now? like who? You get your news from Twitter and Facebook, right? Yeah, it's wacky, and it's it's exhausting. I I, I get it, and, yeah. and especially during COVID, where you were you know stuck at home, and all you could do is oh another shooting, oh another black guy got killed by the cops, and just constant yeah. constant like man, that's depressing.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, I, you should have been yeah. a therapist. Ah. <laughs>
0: A lot of people would need you right now. They, they <laughs> Therapists and divorce lawyers are going to be
1: <laughs> They're doing so good right oh, now. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. God damn. So so you're still doing the photography thing on the side? Yes. Or, so
1: I actually just shot um, Corey Wolf today, uh, who was on the podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Corey, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And she was awesome. So we got some really good shots. Um, like
0: Yeah. Headshots? So
1: yeah, like com- comedy headshots. Yeah. Oh where do yeah. I sign up? can I sign up? yep, right now, let's do it. <laughs> like
0: no don't take this i I'll look right <laughs> just <now>. a screenshot <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, take a picture of the computer and done It so can be on the next showcase No, 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 no. no but that, no, that's dope. yeah that's dope. thanks yeah and and uh anything else beyond that like you know uh with the uh i guess the acting. Since you were a play kid, or the singing or comedy is like your lane now?
1: Yeah, I think it's, I'm um, just really into comedy right now and like, and photography. I'd like to like shoot more shows. I like doing that. It's like a fun way to get paid to watch comedy. <laughs> and it's like,
0: I'm going like work sec- my way in. It's
1: like a secret. It's like a secret of mine. I'm just like, oh, I just get to watch this comedy show and I get to take pictures. Like, it's like such a treat. So, um, yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna beef up the scene um for anyone new, I think too. Which is part of why I like doing the open the open mic.
0: But the uh are you are you big on Instagram too? Uh, what do you mean? I mean Instagram was pretty much made for photographers. Right. Because yeah. between Facebook where it's just oh baby picture, oh an article about Trump, oh, oh somebody got engaged. No who gives a shit. And then Instagram is just, oh, another pretty picture, another pretty picture. Yeah. Are you, are you really active on it?
1: Yeah. It's, you know, so, um, you're saying like getting overwhelmed. So I used to have a verified Instagram just because of my old job.
0: You know what? You keep doing these things. Like it's nothing. (laughs) Wait, but then. And then what happened?
1: (laughs) Then I deleted it. And then I deleted my, my verified Instagram account. Why? And, uh, because of COVID. I was like, the world is over. The world is ending. And I was just like overwhelmed and I deleted it. So I used to have a ton more photos on there. Um, But that was like through my work. But uh, so I'm like slowly getting into Instagram again.
0: The world is ending. So you delete your... your
1: (laughs) I know. Because I was like, I was just having like an existential moment. I was just like, this doesn't matter. Right. I was just like, I need to be with my family. Like, literally everything's terrible. And need to, like, donate to people who, like, can't afford their medical bills right now. Like, like I was, like, I was truly just, like, no, I don't need to post a selfie. Like, the world is ending. Like, I was losing my mind. So, <laughs> like, I have, like, a love-hate relationship with social media. Like, I realize it's important for entertainment, but it's also the devil. So, you know. I,
0: I, I agree. I agree with that. We've had tons of conversations about social media uh, on this podcast, but I I still believe it it's, it becomes a anything that becomes a Mm to-do, like just because, like you, whether you're a a business or a celebrity or just, you know, Joe Schmo, like you don't exist unless you have that presence. That's pretty, and and people Mm -hmm. don't believe you if there's not some kind of photo or video on there.
1: Right. Yeah. and,
0: And it becomes like a, like a proof of existence. Like I don't, but you're like, I got tons of stories to tell. I mean, you're saying earlier you had your brain was full of ideas and all that. <laughs> and you're like, no, I still have ideas. I do have I don't need to put them all out exactly all on social media, but it, it's it's become like a com- compulsive thing. Like if I don't post, it's going it didn't happen.
1: Right. Absolutely. I feel I feel the same way. And it's like we need to remember that we're not all brands and that this is where ultimately giving money to this company by being on it all the time instead of just being with each other. And like, you're a full person whether or not you have an Instagram presence, right? Like it's it's bananas. So uh, I'm very much of that mindset as well. So uh, I just want people to, yeah, people should just exist more in person. <laughs> you should too. exist
0: more. I'm yeah. the, the concept, you should exist more. <laughs> this, this is the great, this, hey, you want to make a shirt? No you should exist more i like yeah. that yeah i like that but it, it, it's funny because when you i okay, can the, the most ridiculous i get the personal um uh, how personally you contribute to this you know um uh, how do you call it uh self-feeding monster that is instagram or whatever social tiktok or whatever you do right because you're creating the content uh From a personal level, I get it. You know, if you feel like sharing your thoughts, do it. You know, you'll deal with the consequences, whatever you put out there. Mm -hmm. You know, when you see celebrities now that go on Twitter to um, like to 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 beef with each other or just to talk shit or to to talk about their relationships. I'm like, do you really think people give a shit? But actually, people do give a shit. But Mm -hmm. you're like, it's, it's not the right platform to discuss your marriage
1: right
0: right you know yeah and so uh i i i get that part but what i what's hard for me to reconcile with is when companies get involved mm-hmm. and it feels so not genuine because all they're doing is feeding the monster mm-hmm. so that they also get fed in return so right. uh, th- th- an example i want i wanted to to give you is that say you're uh uh I don't know. You're Slotsky's. Right, your What's Yeah. What? What is that? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Educate you know, me. What on earth? <laughs> <laughs> Funny name, Serious Sandwich. Okay. That, that is the tagline. It, oh like, my gosh.
1: Okay. I Got it. It's
0: like a Subway type deal wow. or, or uh, Thundercloud subs. It's just a sub, sandwich, like a sandwich. No, okay got changed. it okay Shlotsky. now you got to go to Schlossky's. spell it <laughs> right and go to Schlossky's tomorrow okay. and tell me how nasty it is okay um uh, so uh Shlotsky's, uh say the black last matter movement is happening and then they go oh yeah you know black last matter and then they post that on instagram and you're like really Schlossky's? is that your <laughs> that's your stance like who, who gives a shit what Schlossky and what we can shit what schlowski's got to say and it, it yeah. still doesn't feel genuine? genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And it it, it, it loses its purpose because now they're doing it because everybody's doing it. When when the... Uh, were you around when there was the whole... Um, women were posting um, like Me a black like and white picture? Like it was like a women empowerment thing, but it had okay. to do with something that was happening overseas in Asia or something like that. Okay,
1: got it. Yeah.
0: And then it turned into women sharing an image like a a nice picture of themselves on on social media. Yeah. And I forgot what the hashtag was. Hashtag Mm -hmm. woman power or something like that. And then all of a sudden you see like, I don't know, like finish line will have, yeah, woman power. This is Susie or something like, "Ah." yeah, it does it doesn't feel as, I don't know. It it wears me out, but again, it becomes a to do. Yeah. And it's fucking annoying, but you have to.
1: Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Especially,
0: Especially for these younger generation. I didn't grow up with that. You probably didn't either.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: It's bizarre. You, yeah. You remember a time when we didn't have any of this stuff? You were born in the late <laughs> 90s, so I would assume you remember. I'm not going to put yeah. an age on you, but doing the math quickly in my head, I'm like, you remember a time when they, you'd go knock on your friend's door? Yeah, hey, what's up? You want to go? Uh, wanna yeah. Go yeah. What do you want to do? Sure. I don't know. Do we need a plan? No. It's a, it's about who you're with, not what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a weird, it's it's a weird thing. Like I, in um, in in France, sorry, now I'm, it's just me rambling. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell me about France, though. No, that's that's cool.
0: That's cool about France.
1: Well, tell me, yeah.
0: You have to be more specific because I can go on and on.
1: Oh, um, I don't know. How long did you live there?
0: Fifteen years. I grew up there. Okay. Yeah, donc je parle français et tout ça. But uh, the, the cool. okay. Here's one thing that the French people are really good at.
1: Okay.
0: Besides fashion, food, and invented kissing. <laughs> they It's the French know how to take, and it, maybe it's a European thing too. They know how to take their time. They know how to live. Mm. You know, I i think that Americans are so driven, mm-hmm. which is great. It's a great trait to have to be like, Oh, I can start at a gas station they end up CEO of a company, you know, that's that that that's a reality. That if you right. if you grind and you work hard, you know things happen. Or oh, you make shit happen. Um, but in France, people take their time to appreciate the small things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a dinner, for example, is three hours long. Right. It's not a you go to a restaurant, you put your you you put your ass on the chair. Well, we want to drink. It, it, we don't we don't do that. Right. It, it takes. Twenty minutes for the waiter to come and say how do you and tell you oh here here's the menu, mm. so it's not as fast paced and 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 so we have growing up we had vacation every six weeks, of at least a wow. week or two. Oh
1: my gosh! <laughs> yeah,
0: there's yeah we had we had a, a vacation in in February in April and then summer and then. Um, in November and then Christmas. So it's like you got to take the time to do shit. Don't get me wrong, France sucks in a lot of other ways. <laughs> okay. They're the most conservative motherfuckers on the earth. There is such thing oh. as the 100% French person because they go back. I mean, when you go to school there and you learn all the kings and the who fucked who, it became queen, not yeah. queen, king of this and lord of that. And the castles are still around. And the same motherfuckers that were on TV when I was a little kid are still on TV today. That yeah. tells you how conservative france france is, but it's 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 a, it's uh like right now they're all freaking out mm-hmm. because um they've had three waves of covid already, yeah, and so you know going back to like the the idea of okay we we know how we want to live like like everybody else, but the way the french do it it's it's really. Oh, we want to be able to go down to the cafe and have my morning cafe with the you know the the bartender I know, or have dinner at at a restaurant. And it, it's the same thing here, but over there it hurts even more because culturally, France is very powerful. So mm-hmm. the the museums are shut down, the the theaters, and there's tons of theaters all over Paris, all over right. France, all the 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 libraries, the uh, basically the arts. Is basically gone, right? And and now they're going to another lockdown. Mm, Oh my gosh! While everybody's opening, while everybody's opening here, over there, they're like, "Oh yeah, we don't have enough vaccines," and all rollout sucks. Our president thinks he knows everything, right? And um, you know, it's a mess. And people are like, "Fuck!" It's getting warmer. There's a curfew at seven o'clock. Oh my God. And it's Paris. You want to be outside. You want to walk around. You want to hang out by the sand. You want to go to the park. You want to check out the show. You can, and all that stuff, but like not. Nah. And when they ask people, no, shut the fuck up. Stay home. There's a curfew at seven o'clock. We have a vaccine campaign going on right now, but it's not going well because you want yeah. vaccines. People are freaking the fuck out. I talk to my friends in France every day. Yeah. And they're like, this oh, sucks. No. You guys are lucky. That's wild. So, oh my so gosh. My friends, Okay. Oh, 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 wait, 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 to go. wait, wait to go
1: to France. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Wait, wait and go check it out. Go to Apple Tower, whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it sucks because it's one of those, especially Paris while well, places in New York are very similar in the sense that they're mm. cities that never sleep.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And that's what I love about New York. You can, yeah. every time you go out in New York, it's an adventure because you never know what you're going to stumble into. you hear 25 different languages within two blocks. mm Different smells, different <laughs> good and bad good ones. Good and bad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and Paris is the same way. It's it's a melting pot of different cultures, backgrounds, and everything. And I and I like that. Austin does not have that. No, yeah, and I miss Austin's, that so much. Yeah. Austin does not have a smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, well, correct I guess, me if
1: I'm wrong. No, you're right. And I feel like I've this is the most I've driven. I think that's partially why, yes. because you're literally you're on the street in New York and like you're actually around a lot of people. So um, yep. you're kind of just I, I was amazed by how uh, alone you are here just to physically get places. Oh, yeah. So that in itself is like a, a lack of culture, unless you consider like a drive through at the Krispy Kreme culture, you know, <laughs> like hey, which a it is. <laughs> there's,
0: there's, yeah. But there's a reason why Americans came up with drive throughs. There's no drive through in France. Well, they're they're there now, but I mean, growing up, we didn't have those. It's like,
1: right, yeah.
0: It's because we so want to be with other people. But here's like, yeah, I'm in my car, listening to my shit, going to my job, and I'm going to go home, go back to my home.
1: Right. That is the life. Yeah. And there's nothing else
0: besides that. But Austin is, well, better in terms of like community and getting together and stuff because of music, because of comedy now. Mm. uh you have like the most bars per capita at least we did at one point Mm -hmm. uh but it's uh yeah like a a five minute drive in austin is a 30 minute walk yeah yes yeah which is weird yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not walkable it feels yeah it is not it is not i I, I, yeah i remember when i first got here i walked i walked to my uh from my high school it took me an hour and a half and by car it takes. 15, 20 minutes, yeah. And I'm walking, and I kid you not, people were honking at me, like, "Dude, what the fuck are you what doing? What are you
1: walking? doing? Yeah,
0: don't walk here." And it was literally uh, like you walking by the highway. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And they, they look at me like this a black guy just walking. It's just <laughs> this whoop, kid.
1: Whoop, whoop. Oh no, it's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That's yeah. Austin? It's Austin, awesome, man. I, I, I missed it. Yeah.
0: Unless you live like domain area, it's a city within a city, or you live downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, it's like, yeah, you got to get in your car, to get it to go anywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: There's no train. Well, we're getting a train. We have a train. We do. Oh,
1: yes. I think I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The light rail that goes from the end. Light rail. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I I was, I I was curious who the fuck takes the train, but it turns out (laughs) people, when I took it, nobody, I was the only one there. Right. And I was going to a festival downtown and there was no, no one else in there, but now apparently people take it, I guess. And they're going to expand it. This, I mean, they've been saying that for years. But yeah, they're going to expand it east to west and all that stuff. But Austin was never every infrastructure uh, project since the seventies was blocked mm-hmm. because they did not want Austin to become a big city. They right. wanted to re, to remain this like you know local mom and pop you know music scene all that stuff. Keep it weird. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then people were like. Oh, We're we're coming. And now they go, oh, shit. Now we got to do everything. (laughs) And the overpass and the bridge and, you know, bike lanes and all that shit. And they're just playing catch up. Right. And we have one of the worst bottlenecks in the country, Mm. 35 downtown.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: That's one of the worst bottlenecks in the country. Wow. (laughs) How bad traffic is. And they've even built a highway 130. I don't know how far you've been out in Austin in two months, but probably not much. Not very much. So there's Georgetown. If you take 35, there's 130 that that goes from Georgetown and that goes around Austin, and then loops back down on 35 south of Austin. Okay. So the reason why they built that thing is they said, "Yeah, we want trucks to take that to alleviate uh-huh. the traffic on." Uh, 30, I can't really talk about traffic on this podcast. <laughs>
1: You're you're like very into it though, so I'm letting you. No, no,
0: that, that's fine. This this is my pamphlet advice that I'm giving you as a new resident. Thank you so much. And nobody took it. Nobody. And a truck, truck driver.
1: Driving. I'm a truck driver as well, so this is helpful.
0: You're. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You surprised me twice already. So you could be. You could be a truck driver. Yeah, on the side I do truck truck driving. Yeah, I'm that's driving.
1: fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, but nobody takes the fucking highway, and you can't be right. on that shit. Yeah, it's always blocked on I thirty-five.
1: Okay, I'm gonna try taking that then. What is it? I thirty. Yeah, 1- one thirty. One thirty. Okay.
0: What's out of town? Are you east, west, south, north?
1: No's. I'm by the domain. That's that's why I go to Roma Room.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you go out north. way yeah. uh east, you hit one one thirty. All right. Fair enough, fair enough. I think we've been talking. or well, I've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So uh, let's see. I think it's been an hour. Do you want to throw in your dope shit you want to share?
1: Sure. Okay. So um, we kind of touched on lots of stuff, but I think like from the um, like psychology side um Mm -hmm. and also kind of like what you're saying like with people being like multifaceted and having like so much going on um there is this youtube channel called school of life um and it's based out of london and it has a video specifically um called something like nobody is boring um and Okay. okay so and the idea is it's just the fact that they have not opened up to you yet no one ah. is no one is boring like everyone has something that they just haven't disclosed um so uh, there's so many little things like that oh you're looking it up hell yeah is that it yeah this is it um How and it's live. like yeah and it's just like the perspectives on there well it just it, it's like, like a paradigm shift Like you're just like oh shit like i never thought of that you know um so, there's definitely fun stuff on there, and I've definitely uh learned a lot from it
0: i like this and, and and I do agree with the premise that people are not boring they just don't know it yet, yeah, yeah, or put it this way it's not that people are boring, it's just that there are more some people are more interesting <laughs> <laughs> up front yes 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 uh, yeah. and, and 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 you know it's uh I had the, I had this this problem because um, when I came when I came here and I went to uh, college in Georgetown just north of Austin, mm-hmm. my sister and I were the most international people on that campus. Wow! Out of fourteen hundred kids, That's and wild. everybody else, everybody else I would meet was I'm from Dallas. I'm from Houston. What about yeah. you? I'm from Dallas. I'm from Houston. I'm like tell me something else. Like I've, I've met your kind quote unquote many times. Like, but tell me that's, that's why I was insisting, you know, like yeah. you're not just one thing. Like you're right. not, everybody has their own, um, uh, their own thing that makes them click. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they don't know they have it. Mm. They don't know they really have it. And, uh, even about anything it could be, um, Politically, sexually, uh, spiritually, uh socially, whatever whatever it is. But I, I, I truly believe that. that's a great I'm gonna check that out because yeah. Yeah, th- this is great. Uh see so what love really is and why it matters. To not or not have children, too late, I have one. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch that one, I'm not gonna watch <laughs> <laughs> I am done. I'ma save six yeah. minutes and twenty-two seconds. Uh the three requirements for good relationship okay this is all relationship no i don't want to hear that what is mental health when we fall mentally ill sleep in mental health five reasons the modern world is so ugly god damn it's good. good
1: yeah and they're, they're not like clickbaity either like you'll no. think it's going one direction and then it like it it gives a totally different explanation that you may have never thought of and i think you'd really dig it
0: did you read a lot going up read yeah
1: um uh, not so much. Like, I'm very into psych. So it's a lot of, like, self-help and psychology books. So this is very psych-oriented, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, Plato, Socrates. Oh, Aristotle. yeah. Yeah, this goes deep. Goddamn. The Meaning of Life. <laughs> seconds. I can answer in 20. Go for it. I, I think I've talked about this on uh, on the podcast before. Trying to, so... Oh, there's one called Why Comedy Matters. I'm going to take that yes. one. Yes.
1: Yeah. I think I've watched that one. I,
0: I, I think the meaning of life, maybe not the meaning of life, but the purpose of life mm-hmm. is to accumulate moments. Mm.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that it?
0: <laughs> no, no. but let me, let me break it down. I'm not going to just okay. say that. Okay, go no, for it. What I mean by that is that by, by the time, well, first of all, you never know when you're going to go away. Case in point, GMX is gone. Be. Uh, maybe he knew because he OD'd, but the point is, you're not guaranteed tomorrow, so make the best out of today. And what making the best out of today is, means to me at least, is create moments. Take away the money, take away the car, the house, the trophy wife, the kids. I mean, not the kids, but take away uh, where you live, your job. At the end of the day, it's about what will you remember? And what will you be remembered for? Mm-hmm. You know, everything ends. That's a fact. And so um, I think that when you're on your deathbed and you're try to remember your life or when people do your eulogy, that's what matters. And the best way to accumulate those moments if, is to share those moments with somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody you care about, somebody you love, somebody... That cares about you as well. So even when you talk about a, you go on a trip for two weeks for your friends. When you come back from that and you try to tell people about your trip, you're not going through, okay, well, we took off the airport on this date, this time, and we came back. It's those moments during those during the trip. Mm-hmm. And that's what you remember. And so I think at the end of the day, that's what we're meant to do and how we're supposed to live our life but if you if you always go 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 go, and you don't get to appreciate the small things and you mm-hmm. don't have anything to look forward to that will help you mentally prepare for those moments say oh i'm going to the comedy show or hey i'm going to see my friend or i'm gonna have lunch with my mom or whatever what, i'm gonna take a nap whatever that whatever that is. That's what matters. Everything else, whatever what what Kim Kardashian is doing, what who's the latest gossip, what's the hottest podcast, what's mm. who's the funniest person—it doesn't matter. Just like you yeah. were saying, it, it's 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 about those moments and how do you accumulate them and who you share those moments with. That was more than twenty seconds, but <laughs> take it and stick with it. Now Beautiful. you go.
1: Um, I think it's about like just being chill.
0: Hmm. How so? <laughs> just, <laughs> you, just, hey, you asked me to goddamn it. explain you're gonna have to fucking explain too
1: it's like uh just be cool man it's like just be a good person to yourself and others and um yeah just make things better make everything better than like uh, everything okay make everything a little better um than like how you found it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, and whether that's a person, whether that's a a thing, like a job, like ev- everything should just be a little bit better because you were involved in it. Like you should bring positivity mm-hmm. and just like help people and just be cool. Um I I I, you know?
0: I would take I would take it the other way. Okay. Instead of saying be cool I just don't be a dick. Because most people don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't, be a dick don't be an asshole. Go fuck yourself. But you're, it, 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 that's why we that's what we are now because everybody it's so um at everybody else's throat. Mm-hmm. And we live in such a divisive economy and society, and we just talked about social media as a prime example. I don't we don't have to rehash that. Everybody knows what's going on there. Mm. yeah it's my tribe and fuck your tribe it's my team and fuck your team i'm on i'm on team gay you're on team straight so fuck you i'm on team black you're on team white so fuck you Mm. So if it just say look yeah don't be a dick be cool don't be a dick yeah it's like solve a lot of problems that way yeah i
1: know it's like such a blanket thing and it's like so much easier said than done like uh like when we were talking about like the code switching thing and just like adapting Uh to like where Sorry, I, like, truly forgot I was on video for a second. It's all right. <laughs> Do my hair. Um, but, uh, like, that idea of, like, code switching and adapting to who you're with, it is, like, a human thing to want to be in a group, right? Like, you're in the in-group, out-group situation. And that is so strong. And that is what creates this division.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, of course, it's so much easier said than done. But, like, empathy is the key to the universe. It's just, like... Hey. Just having just like, despite feeling like you need to be in this group, like also comprehending even a smidgen of how this other person might feel and knowing that your reality is not my reality, you know, and vice versa. And like, that is definitely a big part of like, how life should be would be, I think, (laughs) or would be
0: better. Here's how you solve it. Okay. (laughs) We're going to end on this. Yes. I will quote my dad. My dad has so many fucking quotes. Okay. It's, I don't know if it's an African saying, a proverb, or what, but you got two ears and one mouth. Listen twice as much as you talk.
1: Hmm. Beautiful.
0: And that was so, so many fucking problems. Yes. Listen. Fucking listen. I love that. And talk after you understand Or mm. ask questions. Don't, but don't... I, I, you, and I'm a Cowboys fan. Well, I'm a <laughs> fan. and blah blah. blah. Fuck off. <laughs> Just listen, listen. Put yourself in someone else. Some people don't have the capacity of abstraction, in yeah. the sense that you're you always bring it back down to yourself when you have a conversation with somebody, and so you're you can't comprehend where uh, a different perspective on things. It's nice. like, it's, it's like asking a, an actor to play a gay person and the actor goes, I'm not gay. I'm like, we're not asking you to be gay. We're asking you to, to put yourself in the shoes of a gay person. Is that sure. to, you're an actor? That's what you're supposed to do.
1: Sure.
0: Right. So it's, just, it's the same thing here. Just listen, pay attention and learn. God damn, <laughs> <laughs> This is exhausting. I'm just left and right. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think my dope shit. Honestly, I would say my dope shit is, I know it's, it's sad, um, you know, to wait until someone passes away to really check him out. I am glad that the verses that Timbaland and Twist Beats put, uh, have put on, um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. Twista?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Timberland,
0: Yeah.
1: No, no. I knew him.
0: <laughs> 90s hip hop fan, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Um all right, I know, all right, we'll get into another dust. So Tim Beats was beast. I've been putting okay. on
0: these versus battles on Instagram since COVID hit and where okay. they would they would put a uh two artists uh against each other 20 songs song for song. So they've had Nelly versus Ludacris, they've had um DJ Premier versus Deriza, the they've had um Keisha Cole versus Ashanti and mm-hmm. Monica versus Brandy. The last one to date was Earth and Fire versus Isley Brothers, which was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And they had a Snoop versus GMX. They was called like the Day of the Dog or something like that. And it was oh, cool. And it, yeah. And it, 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 now that GMX is gone, it takes a whole different meaning because that was probably his last like performance where he got to do all of his hits and, would you know, talking to Snoop and telling stories and all that stuff. He did a prayer yeah. like he always does. Um, so... I'm glad that he was able to get his flowers while I was still alive. It's sad that it's gone, but i urge everybody to, you know, to go back and listen to it's dark and hell is hot or flesh of my flesh, but of my blood. And then there was eggs. And how do you call the songs again? The bops. Yeah. Skip, the, <laughs> skip the bops. <laughs> listen to the deeper tracks, uh, okay. the deep cuts. You know, Damien is a great track where he talks about his, um, uh, himself talking to the devil. Um, you know, stop being greedy is another great track. Uh, I mean, it goes on and on and on. So, use Spotify, use whatever you, however, you listen to music. But you know, pay tribute to uh, a legendary MC and someone who struggled and was not afraid to speak about, you know, his truth, his uh, his life, and share his pain uh, with everybody. And if you were a GMX fan, uh. It sucks if you're not familiar with his catalog and his discography, besides the bops. uh, (laughs) I'm just calling you. (laughs) Go go check it out. Uh, You know, he had like 15 kids or something, so they got to eat. Uh, Do it for the kids. There you go. Do it for the kids. Anyway, rest in peace, DMX. Go listen to his albums. You know, learn from it. Uh, If you're going through some shit, uh, you know, go to, uh, what was it called again? Ah, uh, School of Life. There's tons of lessons on there. So School of School of Life and GMX. Those are the dope, two dope shit of the week. Uh all right. Where can people find you, Elisa? and check you out on the social medias where you're very active? We will. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's just at my name. So Alyssa Spatola on Twitter and Instagram. All
0: right, and your photography. If people want to holler at you, is there? Anything?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. You can DM me on. Uh, on instagram or on my website i have like all my portrait photography if you're a comedian and you want a headshot what is the website dot yeah that,
0: that was a dumb question dot <laughs> there you is hello look at that mug boom yes hi hello
1: y- yes hi um so if you go yeah if you go to um uh photography there you go so those are people's faces so if you want a picture i'll take a picture of your face isn't that nice
0: (laughs) yeah in case you're tired of selfies yes (laughs) and you want a good looking headshot (laughs) uh holla at elisa yeah those are nice awesome thanks i hope i'm pretty enough to get on here at some point Uh, (laughs) I'm just shit. All right, uh, as always, make sure you follow the feedback, B-A-K, because it's my name, uh, everywhere on social media, Instagram, Twitter, mostly Instagram these days. Be on the lookout for Hip Hop Bingo. Follow Hip Hop Bingo at Real Hip Hop Bingo. I'll be making more announcements as we get closer to the date. That is June 6th. It's a Sunday. Uh, and there'll be some comedy involved, like I said. Uh, and yeah, leave a rating, leave a comment that helps share with your friends. Appreciate the support. Uh, We have, uh, I have a bunch of people coming up on this podcast so make sure you're subscribed. It helps as well. Elisa, thank you so much uh, for being on. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, Go to open Michelle every other Tuesday at the Roma Room, in the domain, at the Brass Tap. Bring some props, bring your good energy, (laughs) bring your girlfriends, bring your boyfriends, bring your coworkers, whoever. It is popping. I'm not... I'm not kidding. That shit was <laughs> popping. I, I was impressed. We have to step our shit up because we would have like Nintendo in the back or something because we can't just... <laughs> 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 Sorry. I don't want to make it a battle of the sexes, but come on, man. It was, it was greatly produced. It greatly is the word. The word. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, Elisa. Pleasure. I will see you around and talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks.